Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek, and welcome to Pretty Dece, the short show about movies, comics, games, and all the pop culture in between. Today on the show, I want to talk about Avengers Endgame. Hopefully you had a chance to see it. I went to see it Friday night, uh, and this is going to be a pretty spoiler-filled discussion of the movie. So if you have not seen it, turn this off right now. Come back and listen. After you've watched the movie, I don't want to ruin any piece of this awesome, awesome movie for you. So if you have seen it, then, then please continue on with me. Let's discuss this film, because... This is a movie that's really hard to evaluate with with any amount of impartiality. It requires uh, 10 years of movie viewing, 20-some-odd films, uh, really to kind of understand what's going on at all in this film. And it's really going to reward the people who are the most bought in to the Marvel Universe, like myself. It is, it's kind of three hours of fan service in the best way possible. It's not even trying to be approachable to someone who might have stumbled into the theater not knowing what they were were seeing. It ties up so many loose ends from, again, the past 10 years of movies. It finishes up so many stories and culminates so many relationships between various characters. Um, it is, it's the ultimate Marvel movie that we've seen so, so far. Uh, so, so if you really try to like evaluate it as a standalone film, something like, like, like Black, Black Panther might be, for example, it doesn't really hold up in that sense because you have to have all of this backstory in order to, to, to understand anything that's happening. But that's kind of the cool thing about comics, too. I, I loved Black Panther because it was a standalone, because you could watch it and, and get the entire story and not have to know anything else. But but comics have this, this inherent canon, this inherent backstory baked into them. Issues have been coming out for decades, and, and when you pick up a Spider-Man comic... All the past history of Spider-Man is is baked into that character that you are reading about. And sometimes that knowledge is required. You probably need to know what happened last month in order to fully understand what's happening this month. And sometimes it's less important. You don't need to know what happened 35 years ago in a a specific issue. You you can basically just know kind of the the overarching uh, things about Spider-Man. But it's still all there, and and if a character gets brought up again thirty years later, he's gonna still have that history with 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 Spider-Man. So it's cool that the Marvel movies are are leaning into that as well, and they can reference things from ten years ago in Iron Man one, and it's really cool. I'm glad that we actually got this, and I'm glad that they spent so much money on, on basically writing a love letter to fans like me. This film is also for as much as it does in in fan service and in tying up these loose ends and being very serious, it's also very funny. Uh, You know, the kind of down on his luck, big Lebowski-esque Thor was a really awesome touch. Uh, And it was really great to see him still be the amazing thunder god that he is, even in that state. 
you always really wonder with with Thor becoming increasingly comedic, right? He's they they've really leaned into the comedy aspect of that character because Chris because Chris Hemsworth can can really pull it off, and he's a very funny actor. You you wonder if Thor can still kind of pull off being that super intimidating, larger than life Thunder God, and and the answer is yes, he definitely can still do it even when he is wearing a fat suit and he just came off of of being dressed up exactly like the big Lebowski. And many characters got to shine in that funny department. For example, Hulk, he got to dab in this film. That was one of the funniest scenes in the movie, Hulk eating lunch and talking to fans and then dabbing as they as they walked away. And you know, there aside from all the jokes as far as the the story beats go, Many things in this film were were predictable, and that's okay. We kind of knew going in that certain things were probably going to happen. Tony Stark dying is one of the, the big ones. You, you kind of expected that they were going to close the book on some of the existing characters and, and start fresh. And um, it's been no secret, really, that Robert Downey Jr. has kind of been ready to, to sort of hang up the Iron Man armor. So, so him dying in this film makes a lot of sense. A lot of people could have guessed that going in. Uh, and Captain America is, is kind of in that same boat. He didn't die in the film, obviously, but he he ages. He gets very old. He kind of passes on the mantle of Captain America. And again, that was one you probably could have guessed going in. And also all of the heroes that were kind of snapped away in Infinity War, you could have probably also guessed that they're returning, obviously, because we do know there's another Spider-Man film coming. So you knew that they were coming back. However, with all those those big story beats being being predictable, this movie still managed to throw a ton of curveballs at me that I was not expecting. I was in no way expecting the five-year jump in time that, that, that takes place in this movie. And, and getting a glimpse of the world kind of post-snap, post-Thanos erasing half the living creatures in the universe, uh, that was fascinating to me, to see how no one had really moved on, to see how in a, in a lot of places um, looting had, had taken place and they'd never really cleaned anything up and it was just sort of a, a disaster zone. And the, the, the little, little things you get and you hear, like, for example... Clearly, Major League Baseball ceased to exist, you know, like th- those little things were were really, really great. And one of my only complaints with the entire movie was that I wanted to see more of this. You know, I, I, I the film was already three hours, but I wanted to know more about what the world is like in that five years. How did people move on? What did they do? What did the government look like? How did they fill all those missing positions in, in the Senate, for example? Um, did anything crazy go on? in those five years. And we don't really get a lot uh, of, of a look at that. We, we just really kind of get glimpses here and there as we dive into the bigger storyline that is, of course, Thanos and the entire Infinity Gauntlet bringing everyone back uh, thing. I was also not expecting time travel to be the big gimmick of the film. And when it was first mentioned, I was pretty worried. Sometimes time travel can become extremely convoluted and the plot holes can be massive. But I really loved that that in this film they had their own take on the rules of time travel. Uh, it, I really liked how they explained it and how they instantly separated themselves from movies like Back to the Future, even calling those out by name. 
And it was absolutely ingenious that the time travel let them go back and tour the old Marvel movies and see scenes that we have known and have loved for 10 years from from a different perspective. That was one of the most brilliant plot devices we've ever seen in a Marvel movie or, or just a superhero movie in, in general. Um, it was super, super cool to have that kind of nostalgia trip while also getting to advance the plot of your film and not making it just pure fan service. I loved that aspect of it. Uh, it was certainly, certainly fantastic. Things are pretty final in this film, as we talked about. You know, Tony Tony dies. That was a, a beautiful send-off for that character. Um, the kind of initially very, very selfish character of Tony Stark gets to do the ultimate selfless act, sacrifice himself to save all of these people. And on the flip side, Captain America decided to kind of get a life. And that was... That was, of course, something you could poke holes in with the time travel storyline, and and I'm sure lots of people out there are doing that and saying how oh, that doesn't make sense, but really, I, hopefully you can take it for what it was and just see that it was it was that character realizing that he can finally be human. You know, he can he can he can let his hair down, so to speak. He doesn't have to be this this paragon of of virtue, uh, standing up for uh, the the beliefs of everyone else. He he can be a real human being, and he can he can live a life. To 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 steal a slogan from from Spider Man, Captain America had great power, but also realized that he had great responsibility to himself. Right, he had he had to take care of himself as a human, and he he took that time in going back in time to to live a full life that was a really really cool beautiful thing that they did for that character and of course passing on the torch to to new heroes that was a, a perfect example of the mantle of captain america might continue but just not with steve rogers at the helm so that brings me to my final question of course is is where do we go from here of course 5 years passed all of these people returned. You know, we have half of the planet suddenly reappearing five years later in their mind as if no time passed. So how do they pick back up? How do do they have jobs? <laughs> um, are they are they suddenly reinstated? Obviously, when the the snap comes back, the the unemployment rate is suddenly at fifty percent. What does the Marvel Cinematic Universe do about that? Hopefully that's something that they at least address tangentially. I'd love to see this world be greatly affected by this uh, continuing on. This is a massive, huge thing that that's not going to get cleaned up in in just a single movie. And because these five years have passed and only half the people were gone, that really will impact relationships, right? Like half the people have moved on and the other people want to pick back up right where they had left off because for them, no time had passed. One of the interesting things is with Spider-Man far from home. Five years are gone. Spider-Man is back. Peter Parker is back. But we know in far from home, his class is going on a field trip and he's still hanging out with all of the same students from the first film. So does that mean that they were all kind of disappeared in the snap? Or did they just kind of hang out for five years and hopefully they had, you know, the rest of their classmates come back? That, that's not super clear. I'm sure the film will address it, but it's one thing that I am incredibly excited to find out how they address it uh, because that because that's kind of the biggest question in my mind right now. And then, of course, in general, 
where does the Marvel Cinematic Universe go from here is, is another huge, huge question. Obviously, we know the next couple films coming down the pipeline, and, and Spider-Man is, is the next one in line, and we will still see some of the same characters, and obviously, uh, a lot of the same things will, will, will be going on, but my big question is, is what's the next kind of big villain that we'll start to see? We, we've told the Thanos story over 20-some movies and 10 years. What's the next big villain that we build to? What's the next big event that we build to? And when do those seeds start getting sown? D does it happen in Spider-Man Far From Home? Does it happen in the film after that? Has it already started? Who knows? I, I think that uh, I think it'll be really, really cool to see the start of where they go because 10 years ago when we first saw uh when we first saw Nick Fury when we first saw Thanos for the first time or saw kind of hints at, at at him I don't think any of us could have guessed we would have ended up here with this film kind of as huge and and grandiose as it is uh so imagine if that is their starting point where in the world do they go next I'm really really excited to find out